let it breathe. Yeah, that shit sounds so cool, so beautiful. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm trying to do nine million things at once. I don't got enough hands, and we don't got enough strands to elevate my plans or pay dividends. My third eye needs to recalibrate my lens. With the stigmatism, I got a different image of the colors in the prisms. In the prisons, I was paying visits to my father, my father right next to the killers. You can be- welcome back, people. This is Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I'm your boy, Mr. Prez, and with me always. It's your boy Cash, aka Exec P one half of the DSC. What's happening, good people? Episode 153. 153. 153 episodes in cash, but it's still some people first time joining us. Can you tell them what we do and what we're about? Easy, too easy, man. Music, sports, culture, entertainment. And by entertainment, we mean movies, we mean TV shows, pretty much anything that's happening within black culture. When we say culture specifically, we mean people who are doing great things within our culture, whether that be mindset coaches, whether that be people that are in the trucking industry. And it's just really people we know that we tap in with that have knowledge to share. So we'll have them on the show from time to time. But our home base is music and sports. So each and every week, you can guarantee that that's what you're going to listen to on this podcast. And more importantly, we love to show love to artists, underground, mainstream, whatever, whatever name you want to give it that day we love to show love to people that we just genuinely like their music we want to bring them on share their story and put you on and that's that's really how this podcast started right press the art of the put on yeah 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 just like everybody else who probably we listen to a ton of uh hip-hop you know music we listen to music non-stop but uh we want to put up a platform where we can kind of engage a little bit find out a little bit more about artists and everything so uh that's kind of how we've been going we done had We've had several interviews and several returning guests over the past couple of years. So uh, I think we got another interview up for the day, right? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, first off, I want to say shout out to our man Marquise, man, and everything he got going with the THHC podcast. If I'm butchering that, Marquise, my bad, man. I'm going to get it right next time. But shout out to him because through him, this is how we got put on to one of the producers in this group uh, and then just the group in general. So I don't want to go through all long, you know, um, intro, so to speak, but th- this group is from Boston and Rhode Island and just together, man, they made a really dope project. Again, I'm on record as saying, I hate the team, but love the music. All right. So <laughs> without further ado, bring in Jamar Johnson, T the truth and day to the couch, man. They just put out Big Three, man. Welcome to the couch, fellas. You. Thanks for having us, bro. Hey, no doubt, no doubt, there. no doubt. How y'all, how y'all doing, man? How y'all feeling? Good, good. Pleasure to be here, man. Sure, sure for sure, man. So, man, um, we got the Big Three. We got everything. Like, I mean, that that's going on. Obviously, you guys have worked together beforehand for people who don't know. But just we'll kind of start down the line, start with Jamar as far as just, you know, where you're from, why you started in music, and then we'll kind of roll into this thing. So, Jamar, we'll start with you. Yeah, word. Uh, I'm from Lynn Nass, actually. And um, I started making beats during the pandemic. So, you know, when school got canceled, football season got canceled, I have nothing to go back to as far as sports or school or anything. So I was stuck in the house the whole summer, so I figured why not? Why not learn how to do music, you know, as a pastime? 
And then from there, you know, history was made. So. Sure. AT will uh, roll that over to you. Yeah, man. So I've been like, I've been, I've been doing beats and rapping since like a little bit after high school. I'm like, I'm 23 right now. So it's been about like four or five years. Usually I like fell, I fell in love with like the whole sample hip hop shit. So I just, I just go in that row, try to try to find my samples and flip them, try to make some real hip hop shit, you know? So do you do, see, do you do a little bit of both? I do. You yeah. Rap I do and both. you produce? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Dave, we'll roll over to you. Where, where? So, you know, initially I come from a, a hip hop family, a musical family. My dad was a part of a, you know, a hip hop tandem with um, with his man John D. Rest in peace. My mom was a part of a CB group. Uh, I'm Kay Verdian for those who are wondering. Small little island, collection of island off of the west coast of Africa. So you know, we got we got our our roots are really deep into the music, into the culture, into the art. So. I ended up meeting my my partner in in um, high school. We went to high school together in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. We bonded over Big L. It's like, yo, you like Big L? It's like, oh shit! Like, people, you know, are listening to the same thing I am. So from there, he was like, I I download the FL. I'm about to I'm about to start making beats. I said, like, alright. So I sent him some of the early songs I was doing, and you know, from there we just. We kind of just kept working, kept working, dropped our first tape in, in, in 2017. And then, um, you know, we started this collective in 2018 called the Blue Wave Poetics. And ever since then, we've just been rocking. We own two studios out here. So, you know, we've been engineering, mixing and mastering for people ever since. Um, you know, I rap, I produce, engineer, all that myself. So, you know. We took the DIY approach with this. <laughs> sure, man. Hey, you gotta appreciate you getting out the mud. Two studios, right? Two studios. That's there. That's light. That was a light, light flex, man. Congratulations to you, man. Because I know that's a lot of work that you got to put into putting your own money into that and shit, just your faith alone, man. Because I mean, right. this equipment, the time, all it all it takes to put this together that that ain't easy, man. So. Salute to you for doing that, man. Back in 2017, and you know, here we go. Five years later, you know, you want you on a consistent roll, and just by following your social media and kind of seeing what you're doing, you guys are definitely, definitely on the right path. So, where do where do we want to go here, Press? We want to dive deep into it, or just kind of, you know, where where you want to go? Uh, yeah, let's 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 let them talk about the album a little bit. So, uh, so the project we're talking about, the big three. Uh, obviously, we get where the premise coming from. Y'all all from uh, the Boston area, and then the big three being the initial big three in the NBA coming together. Uh, so hopefully, y'all reign lasts as long as theirs. But I mean, uh, but longer, longer, <laughs> longer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. It right. didn't go for long, did it? <laughs> but now nah, let's let's go ahead. Uh, tell us, tell us uh, about the project. Tell us uh, what. What what are y'all favorite little joints on the album, and uh, what, what why somebody should be checking for this album? I mean, honestly, uh, the way that Jamar put it, you know, it was like me, him, and T on a record. That right there is it's like a cheat code, you know. So I think the moment 
that we did like 08 Celtics, but that was like the initial track. It was, um, you know, it came off really great. Honestly, Jamar came with the record. He said, Hey, need the verse, laid the verse. And then, uh, like that was off the hidden gems project. So coming back to it, it was like, yeah, we always got to work. And when we did say, like, I, right, it's, it's the perfect time now. Um, me and Jamar, I just did a tape lined up and finished, you know, a couple joints for that. He was like, yo, I think it's time. Said, said it's time. It was it was go ever since. So for me, like one of the most important records off of this is that is that five hundred ball. You know, the, right. the way the way it just sets up the the entire you know project is like you said. Even if I don't, you know, even if I don't score, they love me like I'm Scalabrini. That's a crazy way to start it off. For each of you, what would it mean yeah. to your legacy yeah. to get another title? What up, Jay? Anytime you get what up, Jamal? You're able to achieve something that great more than once. That's everything to say you can. Even if I don't score, they love me like I'm Scalabrini. Money ball, that's 500. Still, I bet they pay to see me. Going crazy on these beats. You know, I always eat my Wheaties. Got me high, but that's the weed. Still, I just protect my peace. I'm on it till I rest in peace. I'm balling on a budget. I got 500 on me. That's like half a stack. Me, Day, Jamal, we take it back to back. I ain't signing contracts. I need half of that. Watch them lead the team. Me free agent like he Brandon Bass. I just played a cut. I'm standing back. I'm not the type to stay attached. Talking like they up 20. And then, you know, I feel like I came on it with, with, with some heartfelt, honest, true, just, you know, experiences. And, and we kind of blended it well with the, with the, with the palette that was already laid. Like Jamar's beats is crazy. Jamar's beats is ahead of, you know, ahead of his time. So just, you, we just had to do it like that, you know? Yeah, I, I feel you, man. Cause like, I think that's the reason why I related to the project or I felt the project so, so much. I go off the freeway effect. Now I know y'all asking yourself, what, what is, what is the freeway effect? You know, when freeway was like, I make that music, you know, we can feel, you know what I mean? Like y'all can feel, I make that music y'all can feel. If you could say something relatable to me, I don't, you know what I mean? Then you in there. You don't have to be the most wordy rapper. You don't have to be. You know, you don't have to rap fast. You don't have to do anything special. You just got to say something that relates to the common man. So I think that's the Word. theme throughout this big three is just, you know, I just see you guys as place and where you're at and just trying to just navigate to do better or whatever. But that Scalabrini line, man, uh, T-Man, talk to me about the, starting it off with the Scalabrini line because I, I just got to know, man, just... The inspiration. Where did you draw the inspiration for just doing that? And then, I mean, I know you went into your scheme. It was dope. I mean, honestly, bro, like, honestly, like, I feel like, I feel like people be like, so like one way or the other. So I'm like, you know what, let me just do this controversial thing and start this project off. And then like throughout the verse, I'm going to just show y'all why we are the big three. You feel me? So like, I don't know. I just felt like it, it like initially that wasn't the first joint. I think OA Celtics might've been the first joint. I could be mistaken. But that might have been the third joint. And um, just the way that that one was flowing, it was just like, you know what? This should be the first joint, you know? It just like, it just hit you right off the bat. My homie Tyler Lovett actually told me, he's like, bro, that's like one of my favorite opening lines. Like, that that opener is crazy. <laughs> All right. Well, yo, and, and here's the thing. And Prez, you, 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 you feel free to chime in here. 
a lot of a lot of what we listen to as far as uh, and what we hang our hat on is like your intro. Do you grab people's attention right out the gate? And it could be the hardest line, or it could just be a witty line. And I think that when um when you when you were speaking to Scalabrini, and I don't mean to go long on, but it just shocks you because of course everybody knows Scalabrini ain't the nicest, right? Of course, <laughs> you know of course. But but it, but he's beloved like, in the Boston community. Yeah, and right. You see him hosting shit. You see him doing games. He's on the sideline. Like he still got so much love in the city. And I, I for the life of me, I don't know why. It's a, it's a weird it's a weird stigma, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, again, dope line, five hundred ball, uh, just started off, and um, before we kind of really get into the rest of the tracks, uh, Jamar, I kind of want to, I got a bone to pick with you, man. Word. I know you like what cash? Why you ain't got a bone to pick? <laughs> <laughs> I like to go off script sometimes. Yo, all those all those beats on the uh the little the little interludes. Yeah, how did I, all right, Jamal, we're going to come to you last. All right, I'm done. T, <laughs> how y'all feel about, did he put these these interludes in last, and then it was just, oh, y'all heard it, and I was like, okay, cool, we'll go with that. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like as, if I was a rapper, right, I want to I want to get on those interlude beats. Like, how did he sneak those in on y'all without y'all getting on there and doing y'all thing? Hey, I mean, to be honest, this man is a, He's like a scientist with the with the track listing. He's a scientist with sequencing and all that and, and, and putting projects together. So um, we came with, you know, a couple records. We hit maybe like two or three in like two days, like real quick. And, and my man was like, yo, we need we need an intro, outro. And, he, he, you know, he just he, he came with he came with the fire. He, you know, we had a bunch of ideas, had this group chat together and we were just passing ideas back and forth and it was real like communal you know like we, we, it was easy like I, that's the only way I could say it like it was just too easy since you mentioned sequencing like I, I just want to know like y'all thought process like what, what y'all think uh on how albums you know so former leg you know they have this and this song and they supposed to have like the the love song they supposed to have this type of song versus like uh I, in the the new age of just streaming uh, where where everything's put on Spotify and everything. I prefer the actual sequence, perfectly sequenced, like EP over most albums now. Do y'all kind of feel the same? Well, yeah, um, I feel you on that, but I feel like that is also thinking from like the mainstream and underground perspective. And I feel like we're not even caring about the mainstream. We're just going underground and making dope shit. You feel me? And also not limiting ourselves, you know? So, I mean, I feel, I feel you on that. So, I would rather go with the EP. Like, the, the one that just flows, you feel me? Clear, short, concise. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, somebody I can relate it to was just like, uh, I don't know if y'all listen to Earth Game, you know what I mean? But they came out, mm-hmm. they used to do the little perfectly sequenced EPs, and now they're coming out with the bigger... Full of albums, they still doing it good. I mean, but like, mm, I think those I EPs you. was like more more of the lane that I kind of liked. And I was like, man, you just give me these, and you can give me these every quarter, and I'll be happy. Versus like the long, uh, delayed albums, so it can be perfect for the the industry. Personally, I take a, a little eight to seven track type of thing versus a, a fifteen to eighteen song album that only four songs are good on. You know what I mean? 
So give me the good nine songs versus the four good songs off of the fifteen track album. That's my whole outlook on that. But yeah, I feel you on that because you you got less room for error. The exactly. shorter the album, you know what I mean. So there's no filler typically on there. And and T to your point, man, like Prez is speaking from both lanes. You know yeah, what I mean? Definitely. The uh, the underground and mainstream. What are you looking for? Not with just this project, but just in general, you know what I mean? Are you looking to have that big single that, you know, gets you to wherever you want to be? Because I, I, I personally think that, um, you know, your music and anybody else's music like that's, that's doing what y'all doing should be out to the masses. You know what I'm saying? And if you make the right song, it will be. You know exactly. what I mean? So how do, how do you guys feel about navigating those waters? You want to take that first day? Yeah, yeah, I can take that. Um, so initially, uh, like my my main thought process um, with everything is, how can we make this sustainable? How can we make this something that we can do freely, not really have to worry about you know monetary, not really have to worry about anything else, and just flow and create. So you know, being a part of a collective, um, Blue Wave Poetics. It's ensuring that everybody that you know we're working with, everybody that we're you know in tune with, can make this a, a sustainable and liable career in a sense, you know. And it's not like all right, we're trying to make twenty billion dollars. We need all the streams. We need all the sales. It's like if we have a a, a small, tight knit community that really fucks with us, we'll be able to live off of this and and you know keep giving the people what you know, what they want in, in a sense and, and what they need. And it's just like that food, that thought, like the the things you can't find in, in a lot of music today, substance. And, um, you know, that's why we just do this every day. Like it, it's, it's, we love it so much. It's like we want to make this the only thing we have to do. And the numbers, the streams, all that other shit, it's like, it would be nice. It'd be cool. But that's not the that's not the end goal because the impact, the longevity, the legacy will always surpass that. You know, you can't take any of that with you. You can't take that that money. You can't take that that you know. Oh, you got a million streams on Spotify. Like, nah, you can't you can't do shit with that. So, at the end of the day, if you change somebody's life, if you're able to make an impact on somebody, and it, and your words resonate with somebody, that's gonna live forever. So. That's what I'm here for. That's what I personally, that's what I'm here for. And I know that the people that, you know, that I fuck with are, are, are on a similar type of path. And even if they want the, you know, the mainstream success, I'm not going to knock it, but just know that um, it's different on this end. I'll just say it like that. I think uh, Jamal, you was, was going to hop in. What's your thoughts? Yeah, well, I was going to say something, but they just changed my whole... Because <laughs> um, what he was saying is, is true. Like when you look at these mainstream acts who might pop off for a year, maybe less than a year, they fall back off. But what you noticed is since the beginning of time, people who do this real like hip hop type wave, they're here from the jump and they haven't gone anywhere to this day. Like Nas is still making music. and He's been here since, you know, 92, 93, 94. And he's still out here, you know, doing his thing. Whereas acts like a, a little pump or, you know, artists in that field, they fall off just quick as they get on. So like they said, we're just here to, we're here for the long run. We're here to be 
to be timeless, to be remembered. So, yeah, that's that. This feel like we at quad again. Ten floors up, we building monuments. I can never fold on my homie, that's not a part of me. Try and block my shot, I got a smooth release. I can't do this free, but let's not worry about it. They've been out in North, wants to pop the 30, think he curry now. Yeah, I only roll with weed, it lift me up, don't bring me down. I got a head full of steam, and I'm stuck up in a. See, what's your thoughts, man? Yeah, man, I just, I want to just inspire people, man. I just, I don't even care about the fortune, the fame, the none of that. You know what I mean? I'm just trying to, I'm here to inspire people. I'm here to, to, to get people my beats. I'm, I want to, I want to mix a master for some uh, pretty cool artists, but man, like, I just want to do dope shit and keep doing what I'm doing, do what I love. You feel me? My next question is to Jamar, man, before we, we hopped on, and I know I heard this from Marquise, but I, I was kind of upset when I heard it. Just just tell the people a little bit. How, how long you been producing? Prez, listen listen close. Yeah, I've been doing this for um, a year and a half. A year, year and a half. Um, actually, on May on May 20th, it'll be two years. Uh, man, oh, I, I, I'm going to blame it on the resources. We have all the resources they got back now, man. You know what I mean? You can do everything on YouTube nowadays, man. You can learn anything. Uh, but <laughs> you had to know somebody to know somebody and be in the live in the studio back then. So yeah. Yo, so just walking through just your two years, man, and doing this and, and somebody that's aspiring to do it, Jamar, as far as the the production side. Is that as far as I know, you haven't navigated to the rapping yet, right? Nah, just just production right now. Production. Okay, what what advice would you give to somebody sitting at home right now and they they want to start? They just want to start producing. See, I know I know all you all you guys kind of produce, mix and master, right? Y'all y'all like jack of all trades, correct? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, I'll toss that to all y'all. Like for people that are just starting out right now, because clearly all you guys have probably five years or less of just doing this, you know what I'm saying? So that's that's fairly recent in, in my opinion. So we'll start with Jamar and we kind of go go down the line. Like, what, what advice would y'all give to somebody that just needs to start now? Yeah, I'm going to just keep it simple, keep it short. Put in your time, bro. Like, put in your time. That's the biggest thing I can say. Put in your time. Nothing's going to happen overnight. You know, nothing's going to come by a lot. You got to put in your time to really, to really see success in this thing, so... That's the first step is just being committed to putting in the time. Specifically with time, what are, what are you using? What what are some of the programs that are easiest for you just to navigate through and just kind of figure it out and, and from where you are then to now? Right now I'm using a machine. I've been with a machine from jump. Um, I feel like it's easy workflow. You know, there's not much sticking to it. And plus, you got the pads right there in your finger, so you could tap out everything. It's like, it's like you could feel it almost. So that makes it a lot easier too. Um, so yeah, I, I rock with machine. So, T, I'm gonna toss it to you, man. Since you produce as well, honestly, man, just like just just if you don't got someone around you that has some knowledge of music, then just go on the internet and like find someone on YouTube that like you rock with, subscribe to them, and just watch a bunch of their videos, bro. You're gonna learn something. You're going to go back to FL and you're going to 
or whatever you use, Ableton, Machine, MPC, you're going to go back to that and you're going to apply that knowledge and you're also going to use your own knowledge. And you just have to, you just have to want to do it, bro. You have to, you have to know, like, if you ain't produced anything before, you're going to have to know that you're going to make some beats that suck and you're going to have to get better. You know what I mean? You just got to stick with it, man. For sure. You got you to put the shots up. You got to put the yes, shots sir. up, man, for sure. For you specifically, what are, what are you using? MP or using Machine, Logic, Fruity Loops? Like, I use um, I use Ableton and uh, MPC to produce. And I, um, I use Pro Tools to mix sometimes. But Ableton is, is my main go-to to produce. All right, Dave, I'll, I'll toss it to you, man. Word. Um, initially... The only thing I could really say is like you gotta you gotta believe in yourself more than anything. I mean it's cliche, but you gotta know that the time that you're putting in and the other, I guess, outside forces, the experiences, they're all gonna come in and they're gonna aid your art. So if you you're going through a lot, your best thing is to try to translate and put that energy into something that's productive and positive. And no matter what, as long as you're doing this music. It's always going to be productive. It's always going to be positive. Like T said, you might not be good, but that doesn't mean you're not going to be good in, like next month. You're not going to make a good beat in a couple of days. So it's all about just believing that you have the, the ability and, and you're able to just take what's in your mind and put it onto a page and put it onto the canvas. So just continue to create, continue to work. And, that, and that's really all I could say. Um, you know, we we done. We spent countless hours working on this crap. Many nights, sleepless nights, long mornings, all of that shit. So, you know, um, while working, while in school, while you know doing other things. So, it's like think about it like this. I was in school full time. I was working full time, and we were still making music, dropping projects. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. If you really want it, you'll you'll get you'll get to it. You'll get to it, and it's gonna be on your pace. It's gonna be on your time. Like the world around you, it, it doesn't stop. This shit doesn't stop. There's gonna be another ten thousand artists that drop music today, but is it gonna be like yours? You know, is it gonna be like the shit that, that came out of your brain? And a lot of times, you know, <clears throat> once you develop, it's not. <laughs> it's not, and that's why people come to you. That's why people will come to your shit and with you because they believe in what you do just as much if not more than you a lot of times like the amount of love that people shown on this project it's like i couldn't you know i couldn't have bet on that you know i was just we did it and just kept it moving so you know so for us you know on, on our end like bwp for example we are fl and mpc only you know um we worked with Pro Tools, like we did our first project in Pro Tools. Um, and then we saw that other people were recording in FL. We was like, yo, we make beats in here, right? Let's, let's try it. Tried it, and then we've just been mastering it ever since. So um, the internet is a great tool. T, that was perfect. Like the internet, like you can learn everything right now. You don't need a manual. You don't need a, <laughs> you don't need like a, a textbook for this shit. It's just time and, 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 and a will to, to learn and a want to learn every day. If you master your software, you're just going to be that much better, that much viable and that much, you know, more important in the studio environment. 
Y'all spitting nothing, y'all spitting nothing but facts, man. I mean, podcasting world, music world, it's kind of the same, you know, as far as just learning what works as far as marketing, as far as your sound and, and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Again, it's not music involved with it, but I want to tap right back into the album or the, the EP, sorry, so to speak. So, press. You, you, my man, you, you, you always got the, the songs, the lyrics, slick lines that were said on there, man. Uh, o- open it up, man, to some of the questions. Well, I, I think they came out with it. I was like, I, I was stuck on that 500 ball, like when it came out, because we talk about the intros and everything, and you know, that's how they grabbed my attention. You shot me the music initially, and I was like, okay, let me, let's see how this is going to start off. And you know, so uh, yeah, I was great, a little bit harsher than like when I when I first <laughs> hear it, because I got I got to hear that intro. And y'all 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 managed to come through, and then the way y'all played off each other was uh was perfect, and it kept that same flow throughout the whole album. And uh, even the theme of the album, you know, the big three, y'all was able to play off those uh, throughout the whole thing. And uh, so I, I think we spoke uh, enough on like what the album, I want people to, hey, you definitely need to go out there and listen. But can we uh, move into a little bit of the the, the sports type questions, Cash? Yeah, for sure. Before we do, just want to say some of my favorites off there was, I think it was just because of the, I think it's because of the Commodores uh, joint, Easy. Um, 500 ball and NBA records, though, those were good. And again, I still hate the fact that y'all didn't get on those, those uh, interludes, but that's neither here nor there because though I think some of those beats were fired too. So the right. fact that you're able to just give those away, Jamar, uh, speaks, speaks highly of you as well, man. I mean, the crazy part is those interlude beats was beats I sent off to be to be records, you know what I mean? So He's mad at us you know, now. <laughs> a little bit. A little on, bit. On, on the big three intro, though, I heard somebody like rhyming a little bit like in on that one, right? Like that's, yes, a, that's that was, like the background. Yeah, that was T's idea, actually. Um, so our first record we did together was called 08 Celtics on my head and gems compilation. And then T's idea was like, yo, let's have our first song we ever did together on the intro with the announcer speaking. And I was like, yo, that'd be hard. And he he threw it together, and you know, that's what it was. So, yeah, but those interlude beats were supposed to be wrapped on, but it's all good, though. Just so we got way more, just way more lined up. Just, just, well, for just sure. know that. No doubt. Just know that. Work nice and I show them dedication. I'm not from Indiana, but I'm fucking with the Pacers. Words to my son, like Sanford. I want freedom, but not like cancer. Built like Vander, and I'm too grandiose. I hold myself to a standard, and I live by it. You know we've been fire, but right now we just franchising, and you can't stop it. In Seattle, getting high with the air pilots. I get down when I feel tired. I'm too fly for the cameras, damage it. I'm a rock star like Amethyst, along with my cannabis, I drink four cans of it. But um, to press this point, though, we'll, we'll get into some of the sports. You know, since y'all, you know, the big three, since you named it that, we, we got to have some sports questions. And that's kind of what we do here as far as the pod. So, Prez, go ahead and start, start it off, man. So, uh, <laughs> as I'm, I'm guessing all y'all are Celtics fans, correct? Oh yeah. yeah, I mean I'm a Celtics fan. I'll say it like that. All right, so I, I've I've been able to catch a couple of day games this year, man. I'm down in Orlando, so uh, we got beat like every time I went. But I mean, I, I just recently went and seen the Brooklyn game and uh, where Kyrie hit the the sixty in the game, and I know, hey, y'all <laughs> sitting there with Kyrie, 
what's what's your thoughts on Kyrie and the, like uh, I know he didn't kind of make these type moves as frequently as you wanted to, like when he was with y'all team. But do you think y'all should have kept him? Man, that'd be mad bullshit that come with Kyrie. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, he play up, like uh, he can't emotional. play because the because the vaccine and all a bunch of other shit. I don't know, man. I take Isaiah Thomas back. You heard? Ain't <laughs> <laughs> right, Charlotte. Right. He doing his thing. Yeah, Charlotte. That'll stay right. <laughs> Facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yo, that's that's crazy, man. Because like, it, it is a lot of shit to take, man. Like, I don't know. I he probably, was injured the whole time he was there too. So. But, yeah. yo, I, I, I kind of feel with James Harden, how James Harden was carrying it, man. Like, yo, my, my G, like, I need you to just get this little shot, man, and so we can win it, get the championship popping. Because, honestly, bro, like, th- these dudes wouldn't be in the position they're in to where, I mean, they're not fighting for a play-in. They may be, end up in a play-in. Who knows what, what happens in the next 10 games. But, yo, they wouldn't even be nowhere close to that. They'd probably be a top three team, top yeah. top team in the East. If it isn't for for Kyrie, I get it. To each his own. You got the right to deny the vaccine if you want. I don't know how we can get into the vaccine if y'all want. I mean, to T's point, man, there's some shit that come with being yeah. being Kyrie's teammate. But uh, but Jamar, they what y'all think about Kyrie and, and him dropping sixty and just watching him drop sixty and, and thinking about shit. What could have been? I mean, the talent, the talent. You could never. Oh yeah, where where uh I was just saying you could never like you could never disregard his talent. Like he's a he's yeah, a generational facts. player, one of the best handles ever. But um, you know, you saw you saw what we did in that in that playoffs that year he was with us. Um he wasn't there and you know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, they carried us and almost beat LeBron, like at like twenty one and twenty. Like how do you how how can you even want anything else like Kyrie drop 60 every night if you want to, but that's not going to win championships around here. Like we know what's, we know what it takes. We got 17 of them shit. So it's like, <laughs> we just, you know, if we want that, if we want that next one, we, we just be, we got to play like a team and with Kyrie, he's a superstar and certain superstars, you know, to the, to the, to the ailment or, you know, <laughs> to the, I, I guess it's like a, like a, detriment to the team that's that's what he brings you know he, bring, he brings a level of, of talent that you can't compare it to but it, it just doesn't equate to, to much without you know, maybe an even bigger star for example yeah i get what you're saying like he always gonna bring that star power but then he always brings some other shit with it too that just like no one's like just nonsense yeah. stuff, attention <laughs> that just draws to the team it's just like Okay, or he's injured constantly this year, so we're paying you the money, man. You want to take a take a cut a little bit so we can get in some other talent for when you're hurt? But no, he don't want to do that. Or now it's like the vaccine thing. So I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Hey, what what are you what are you guys' um favorite, I guess, Boston Celtic memory? So when uh when Paul Pierce got traded to the Nets and um they had his comeback game to the garden. Actually got the chance to go to that and like see the the Paul Pierce tribute and all that good stuff. So it was cool just to see the love he was getting on his on his uh, farewell tour or you know come back come back to Boston. It was cool to see the love he was getting and being in that atmosphere was was very dope to take in. So that was dope to me. Yo, do y'all remember um, 
Y'all remember that game when uh, Rondo played the whole entire game? He scored like 45. He was just going crazy. <laughs> that shit was, was crazy to me. That shit was Word. like one of my favorite moments to me. The Rondo that can't shoot, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah right. Rondo. Right, right. <laughs> You're shooting from yeah, deep Rondo. for no reason. I, I remember Not the Rondo man, on, like, the, on the Lakers. They, they, we, <laughs> what's your uh, most fondest uh, Celtics fan? So I would say, I'm going to use a recent memory, the, uh, the moment when Jason Tatum yammed down LeBron. Watching that live was like, I was like, yo, like my head was, my head was this big. I was like, yo, we're about to, about to, we're about to go to the ship. We're about to do this. Like, now, oh, wait, all over again. Like, I was, you know, I was souped off that. And, I, you know, I still believe that we got, we got the potential to do that, especially this year with the hottest team since 2022 hit. Just take that momentum to the playoffs and take us to the promised land. That's, that's all I'm asking for. Yeah, you let me right into it. Appreciate, appreciate the alley-oop, man. You already know. You know, y'all got the best defense in the league right now. You know what I mean? Um, you're, you're power forward. Al Horford? Oh, not Rob Williams? Yes. The the move to make him guard whoever is is on a perimeter, and he can switch on anybody. Genius by Udo. Udo. Sorry, Coach. Coach Udo. So that, that's the genius move. And then to me, that was like the catalyst for you guys to be able to do whatever you need to do defensively because you already had a good defensive team. You, just, you guys just wasn't showing it. So with that said, having the best defense in the league and the stats say it, it ain't just my opinion. The stats say it and watching you guys, um, guys are dogs. Where do you guys end up in, in leading the charge? And just like, where, where do you guys see this? Best case scenario ending up as far as where you guys uh, finish off this year? We could take it all the way, honestly. Like, we could take it all the way. Um, you have some leadership in that starting five. You got, you know, Al Hawford, who, who came back to the team. He's an older vet. He's been around some of, you know, some of the best teams of the, of the 2010s. When he was on the Hawks with uh, Kyle Korver and, you know, all them guys, it was ill. And then, doing his thing in 2017 with, with the Celtics, you know, it's like, just keep that energy up. Um, Marcus smart, offensive liability, maybe, but on defense, he's, he's going to hold it down. Um, just play mate, give the ball to Tatum, give the ball to, to Jalen Brown, move that fucking rock. And then Derek white was a major, major pickup. Yeah. Major yeah pick from the Spurs. When you're coached nice. by pop, when you're coached by Pop and you bring it over here, that culture, that that knowledge, you just make the team better. Like, so I think I think we got it. But you know, worst case scenario, I see maybe like a second round, you know, second round, you know, we're out of there. But we'll be a, we'll be a force for the next couple of years. Yeah, right. Y'all not a e- y'all not an easy out by any means to me because when you can hang your hat on defense and like it's legit like that, it's sick, easy six. Six, seven games just based on just making it tough on everybody that do- doesn't want to play the way y'all play because it's physical and it reminds me of some old school '90s basketball. But uh, but T man, what, what do you what do you think you guys end up when it's all said and done this year? Man, I feel like for like the past four or five years, the Celtics been like this close to like doing something amazing again. You know what I mean? And I think this year they might actually be on that right road because. Like, last couple of seasons, they didn't start off too well. You know what I mean? But now they they didn't really start off too well this season. Now they got it going. They got the best defense now. 
I feel like they might have something this year. They got rid of Brad Stevens, you know. I don't know if that was hurting them, but I don't know. I, 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 feel, I feel like there's a bright future, man. It's a young team. Maybe, maybe like Eastern Conference knockout, uh, upset maybe, but shit. We could we could remember this conversation if if they're in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Might have to put up a bet too. <laughs> start them bets real quick. Hey, so what's your thoughts on uh, Brady like uh, coming back? Um, I feel like we all knew that was going to happen at some point because every time he got asked if he was going to retire, he never had a direct answer. He would always just say, you know, we'll see what happens, or you'll see this, we'll see that. He never said, yeah, I'm done. You know, so I feel like we all knew something was up. We just didn't know when it was going to happen. So that's why I see that. I, man, so I'm, I'm going to go off on one of my wild takes right now, man. I just feel like the NFL is just, you know, with him just keep coming back, man. It's, the NFL is just waiting for a big accident to happen. The man about to be 45 out there man, with 20 year olds who, who ain't got no, no like the minute minute they uh he hold that ball too long and one of those young linebackers get a hold of him, it's going to end badly. And it's going to yeah. be on, out there on front street for everybody. Yeah. And everybody going to be like, at a point, then they're gonna put a, a age limit uh, for this NFL thing. Like, hey, you can play till you're 41. That's that's it. Like, we, we ain't doing nothing. Yeah. I just think like he's with this keep coming back is just it's it's just setting up for something real bad, man. I I, I think uh, it's like man, just take your, all your accolades. How many damn championships do you need, man? You got them all. Like, ain't nobody gonna touch you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Settle down. Did he good. sell? Did he sell a bunch of retirement stuff for a bunch of money? Like, what, yeah, what is that? Oh, is that just, yes, he yeah, did. Is that just canceled? Did they cancel yeah. it out now? He ain't Not shit retirement? for that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't agree with it, honestly. Like you retired, be out, bro. Go go be with your kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go be happy. Like quit running from fatherhood, man. Go go do what Word. you're supposed to do. Go raise your kids, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right, but that's that's all I have, man. All right, man. Um, we we'll end off some of these with some of these questions, man. Just be a little bit more lighthearted, man. Just get kind of what what you guys feel is for the perfect producer MC. Um, you guys can take it how you want to, man. I'll toss it to Jamal first, man. So, I mean, in your opinion, man, what is what would be the perfect, you know, producer to you as far as just everything that that you enjoy listening to. Um, I would say like Alchemist drums, uh, Nicholas Craven soul chops. For to me, I'm I'm simple. I don't do too many sounds. I don't like too many things going on in my beats. So as long as I got those two things, I'm 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 straight, bro. All right, that's an interesting pair, Craven. Okay, interesting, interesting pair. All right, Dave. Who would be your perfect? I mean, you could go the producer route or MC route. Who? How? How would you build? How would you construct the perfect MC or producer? So, I mean, the perfect producer would come down to like the air and the able and the ability to like make them drums make your make your neck snap. So, I'm going with the best producer of all time, DJ Premier. Um, so it would be a, a combination of premier drums. It would be like the creativity and the skits of like a, uh, like a Prince Paul. Like I fuck, like I, I'm a big Prince, you know, Prince Paul fan. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. I love Prince Paul, you know, and, and 
you know, after, you know, diving deeper into his discography, like I just grew, you know, a, a greater appreciation. And I think that the fact that you can't get half more than half of the, the catalog that he's a part of, because that's De La Soul, that's, you know, that's, that's one of, you know, one of the most sought after catalogs in, in hip hop and in music, honestly, and the fact that we don't have that on streaming, it's a disservice to the community. And that's how I feel about like, you know, Prodigy solo discography. Like you can't get H and I C, you can't get the Hegelian dialectic, you can't get these these projects. And it's just like, how are the kids supposed to know? You know, the same stuff that I was looking up, the same stuff that I was search searching for and needed, like I you can't get that now. So I I would say the create creativity of Prince Paul and then Alchemist samples, like, you know. It, it, it might be simple, like the realist. It might be, it might be simple, like you know, maybe TikTok or for first in- infantry. But these records, they they hold, you know, they hold weight, and and it just, it's just incredible. So for the perfect MC, I would like the the linguistics of like a AZ flow prodigy, and then the voice of um, Joey Badass, like you know, from that era. 20, 2010, 2011, you know what I'm saying? Um, with Pro Ever, they were really doing their thing coming up. You know, I'm a big Steez fan, big, you know, Nick Caution fan, CJ Fly. So, you know, I got to give, I got to give credit where it's due. Like, they're not, they, they might be four years older than me, but, you know, I still look at them as like, you know, the, the flag bearers. You know, they came in and said, yo, this is about to be a new era. And or- they did their thing. Rock with Joey Pro Era. Okay, his last his last Ameri- American Badass. I think American Classic right? Record. That's all all of this whole transition. Yeah. Um top to bottom, everything Joey Badass has dropped since the moment I heard him in twenty eleven. That was Check. the first time I ever heard. I've been I've been a fan, you know. Um even the singles like what about you know, the latest single? Oh, the, the latest single joint? The static joint, that. the head yeah, high yeah, joint, yeah. I felt the static joint. The revenge, uh, like all that's been hitting, man. I, I, I'm, I'm with them, man. Me. Beast Coast, I'm like all it. that, man. Nothing, nothing, nothing he Joey's was, like, touching it on, bad. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was singing on it. It had like a lot of little bit of 808. You know, it had some bounce to it. It was a little different, but he did his thing. He know. Yeah, facts. No bullshit. And then what he was able to do with like, you know, bringing the acting into it and bringing the other elements that that right there is that's admirable. Well, what, what show was that again? What show was that again? Day he that he was acting on? Some I robot. robot. Yeah, he was an iRobot. And then he did that uh, that Netflix special that won an Oscar, you know, so <laughs> you can't. You can't tell me nothing about Joey. Like anybody. He was on, any he was on 50. He was on 50's joint, too. On power. So, Prince, yeah. if you haven't seen any of these things, man, come from under your rock and go watch some current TV, man. <laughs> this man, this man don't watch this man don't watch TV at all. I've been telling him about Joey's performance on a uh, Fifty Show. He refuses to watch Power. You know, he old and shit. He just, you know, uh, nah, SD the head on that. But, uh, but yeah, I definitely rock with Joey's uh, discography for sure, man. And I think he's growing, growing as well. Um, T man, you had anything to add to that? Um, shit, I would say favorite builder, favorite producer, 
or ideal producer, I would say fucking. I probably gotta say Ninth Wonder mixed with with Alchemist, and maybe like a a, a sprinkle of A Rap music for the drums, for the fills and shit. But yeah, like just for that real hip hop feel. I, I I ain't gonna. I don't, I don't know if I could build a build an MC. My brain probably be all over the place trying to do that. <laughs> Who comes? No 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 no. This is what we want. All Who right, comes bet. immediately to mind? You don't don't don't, don't right, tap dance I'll, and nah, duck the I'll, question. I'll, 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 I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll, I'll probably I'll probably say the the voice and the creativity of Nas with like the 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 wittiness of Royce mm. and. With like with um like the rawness of of like Conway Conway the Machine that shit would be that would be like the dopest rapper to me. I think that's like I think that's like a I think that's like a, a superstar rapper like a I don't know Dream Team rapper or something. <laughs> that shit's overpowered. For like a a rapper though, I I might throw in like lyrical ability of like a Lupe, mm. like. Uh, over your head type lyrics. Um, Gotta listen thirty seven times to understand it. Don't words, words. <laughs> um, as, far as, as far as like a voice, I want to go with Ghostface. Ghostface voice is like most, mm, at least to me. Yeah, you're right. One of the most iconic voices in the in the in the in the genre. Um, maybe a storytelling ability of like a, a Jay Z or a Big. Um, and yeah, we gonna rock like that. Lupe, Ghost, and Big. Man, that's 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 a tough list, man. Prez, you you got your list ready? <laughs> Hell no, I ain't got my list ready, man. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't have it, man. No, 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 no. But hey, we can we can have it on that for the, for the next time, Dion, man. But uh, definitely appreciate y'all. Uh, love your uh, the the EP that y'all got out. I know they had another one uh, that was out. Uh, what was it? Uh, a room for one. Uh, a table, table for, for one. one. Table for yeah, one. Yeah. Yep. 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 So uh, that's just hard. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. Looking yeah. out. That's just <laughs> so uh, definitely go check those things out. Uh, thank y'all for coming. Uh, y'all want to go on the outro? We will start with Jamar. If you want to tell people where they can find you, what else you got out there? What should they be checking for? Go ahead. Yeah, on Instagram at Jamar Johnson underscore eight. Uh, Twitter is just Jamar J eight. Um, as far as my cat- catalog goes, you go on my Instagram bio, you click that, everything's in there. Everything you want to check out is right in there. So you know, check it out for sure. I check out that hidden gems. That's when I was first put on. So sure. that's your good. That's a good launching point. If if you if, from my perspective, you know sure. what I mean. But uh, whoever wants to go day. Whoever wants to go next. So um, my social is Daylon Andre. That's D A L A U N A N D R A D E. All platforms. Um, I'm dropping a project with my man DJ, multi talented person uh, J Mello. Uh, March 23rd, we're dropping a project called Now and Never. Uh, follow the official Blue Wave Poetics IG, Twitter, Facebook. Um, we're dropping all 2022. Um, there's also going to be another project uh, featuring, well, it's my man Spiff. He's dropping a project the 24th. And then my man Counterfeit, producer, 
Uh, he's dropping a beat tape the 22nd. So you got three days of BWP content dropping next week or this upcoming week. So be on the lookout for that. And uh, we got a performance April 1st in Westfield. Uh, sure. you know, catch me and T and Jamar out there. So we live all 2022. Hey, man, that seems to be the theme with a lot of people that's been on this podcast, man. I don't know what 2022 is doing, but everybody's working, man. And um, that's that's commendable, man. So three projects in the span of three, day, three days, that, that's, that's fire, man. T, T, what you got coming up? Yeah, um, you can find me on Instagram at TTheTruthKMF and um, on Twitter at TTheTruth. It's usually TTheTruth everywhere, Facebook, all that, and... um. I got me and Jamar just released a production album. It's all instrumentals called Dig for Gold Volume One. Well, uh, we're going to continue the series probably later in the year. And uh, that's 18 beats that you can just listen through to rock with. You know what I mean? I got my album, my solo album titled The Odyssey. It's going to be coming out this summer. I don't have a date for it yet. I'm still finishing it up. But, um, if you wanted to contact me for beats or production, you can go to kmfsound.com or just hit me up on Instagram. Yo, can 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 I ask y'all a question? Yeah, absolutely. So we're me, Day, and Jamar, we're gonna do another compilation, a sports one. What would y'all like to see? What teams? What sport compilation would I like to see? I shit, damn, I got them all, man. I mean, <laughs> this is. <this, laughs> Right here, for people that's listening, it's the Knicks, man. 90s mm-hmm. Knicks era. 90s Knicks era. Tap into that. That would be hard, no bullshit. Hey, man. I got these units over here right now. Got these hey, man, he, hey, yes, man. <laughs> I, you know, I got I to gotta put my Nick. I got to put my Knicks on out there. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to send y'all a little link in the, in the, uh, in the group chat that, that I created or whatever. It's going to give you a little book. Give you a little history on the 90s Knicks era, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Y'all, y'all don't know what it is to be me. Y'all got all the <laughs> banners hanging up. You know what I'm saying? I'm in the I'm in the uh one of those relationships to where I should leave, but I'm sticking around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, I should be, I should go. You know what I'm saying? But but I haven't, you know what I mean? But it's the childhood memories and everything, and you know, I can't be like Prez, my man Prez, to where when things get rough. I just leave, you know what I'm saying? So man, get out of here. I went to a worse yeah. team. Calm down. I moved I moved down here. I changed up teams. Which so makes which makes it now. even more so, mind boggling. <laughs> who goes from the Lakers to, to the Magic? But hey, to answer your your uh question, T, hey man, y'all, y'all ain't gotta go far. Y'all in Championship City, man, right now, man. Like so, hey, I would say just go on and go on over to the football side and do uh do baseball the Patriots. Too. You know what I mean? Hey, Patriots, yes, baseball sir. too. I mean, yes, like, sir. hey. Y'all got y'all ain't like us where we reaching and scrounging for anything in these little pockets of little errors that we had, man. Like y'all, y'all had a dynasty, Yo, a, a long haul in the early two thousands. So y'all can y'all y'all got plenty of stuff to choose from right there at home. <laughs> All right, appreciate y'all. Right, yeah, right. They got a lot to tap into. They got the big poppy area, big big poppy era with the Red Sox. Yeah, man, Patriots. Yeah, man, this y'all got at least six more in this damn series. Unfortunately. <laughs> I mean, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Fuck. Let's get it. I'm, I'm, I'm hating, and it ain't even low key. But uh, but yeah, man. Uh, but just to end it all, fellas, man. Like again, man. Um, together, separately, 
whenever you guys have a project coming, just let us know, man. We'll, we'll check out for it because, you know, algorithms ain't shit on social media. So you may post as much as you want to. We just may not see it just depending on, on when we get on. So if you got something coming, we definitely love to be a vessel to get your word out about the project, even if it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever it is. Y'all always got a, uh, you know, couch to sit on, you know, not to be cliche as far as uh, coming to Don't Sleep on the Couch, man. So keep doing what y'all doing. Um, we love the music so far. So good, man. And it's a lot to go back and catch up on. And as I, I speak for myself, but in prayers too, we always, th- we always say that's a good problem to have. Sure. <laughs> it's, a, it's a large back catalog. So definitely would tap into the instrumentals and put people on to, to y'all. And whatever y'all got going moving forward. So appreciate the time, fellas, man. This is episode 153. Don't sleep on the couch podcast. I go by Cash, aka Exec P. And my fair weather fan over there, my man, 50 grand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Mr. Prez. And <laughs> we out. All right. We out, fellas. Up. Uh, obviously, the reason we're still sitting here because we're the guys that work. We're the guys that make this team go. We're the guys that.